Hey, everybody. Matt Hartman here again for Drunkard's Walk. Thanks so much for listening this week. And a thank you to Jesse L.E. for our theme music and Nick Jaramillo for our artwork. Also, a thank you to Emma Hartman for being our guest this week. We hope you're enjoying the show. And maybe you've had a chance to check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash drunkardswalk. That's where you can find links to all the different things associated with Drunkard's Walk, like if you want to give us a suggestion for a topic and actually be our guest. Maybe you want to buy some merchandise or or uh, maybe just want to check out some of the other stuff we've got available, head on over to that link tree. You can get all of those links. Of course, we are always looking for ratings and reviews on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Please give us those. They do a great job of getting the word out about uh, the podcast and get more people listening. All right. Well, that's all I've got. So enjoy the episode. Jethro Nolan, I will be part of your hosting team as per usual, and with me, my compadre, my partner in crime, Cagney to my Lacey, Mr. Matt Hartman. Hi, Jethro. I thought you were going to call me your teammate. You said you were part of the the hosting team. I thought we'd be teammates. So you don't you don't want to be Cagney to my Lacey? I just I don't. I always get confused as to which one of those is the is the boy and which one's the girl no that well th- then you're very confused indeed <laughs> they're both ladies wait that what? was the whole shtick lady what cops about, what how insane is was, that i thought this they were was back in the yeah this was back in the 80s when the idea of women being police was oh. hugely rev- revolutionary and uh they weren't, a wa- they weren't a wacky couple that was that was going around a la moonlighting now are you are you old enough to remember Cagney Lacey, or am I just so, highlighting the minor difference between our ages? So I do, I do remember that it existed. Certainly, I, did I ever watch it? No, <laughs> I was not. Old, I was not old enough to watch it. So I do, but All I do right remember then. when it was on. Like I remember seeing promos for it. I remember when I right used then. to do promos and commercials and things like that. Oh, I know promos. The coming up at eight or nine. Oh, or yeah. whenever it was on. I don't know. That's that's what they'd say. That's just what they'd like say. that. Back in the day. Boy, it really takes me back. Yeah. <laughs> I I miss it. I really do. I, I sincerely miss Lacey and Cagney. Cagney and Lacey. Right. Well, Cagney gets top billing. Why? Always. Because it's alphabetical. alphabetical. Uh, that's right. Also, Cagney is... <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I think some domestic stuff is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, some domestic stuff is going to happen. <laughs> Sorry for... Th- for those of you who aren't Patreon subscribers and can't see the video feed, uh, I can see a little mouse uh, creeping down the stairs at the Hartman household. Yep. <laughs> that mouse and is going to get in trouble. There we go. Well, I guess I guess we've we've kind of uh, given away who our guest is going to be here tonight because um, we have uh, we have with us on the call uh, none other than my lovely wife Emma Hartman joining us to be our guest. Hi, Emma. Oh, I forgot that you guys show the video of the podcast and I'm just, you know, in my PJs. We don't, we don't show the video. Though. You, do, you don't? Nobody no, sees nobody the video? Sees oh, thank God. <laughs> no, but, but keep, keep describing what you're wearing. Uh, it helps, helps with the numbers. It's, yeah, a, it's it. a fluffy number. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's approximately a fluffy, fluffy 10, number. Years old, 10 years old. That makes it creepy. Mm. Uh, well thanks for thanks for coming on uh we were just talking about cagney and lacy uh was that was that a show that you were a fan of who 
Okay, there we go. That sounds about right. I just figured by the time it was on in the UK, maybe you would have been watching it. Um, so yeah, well, uh, you know, if if folks are listening for the very first time, they may not understand uh, what Drunkard's Walk is all about, and it what it's all about um, is you you put your you put your right foot in and you put your right foot out. And you put no, right foot in no, that's that's the hokey pokey, Matt. Oh, dang it! I always get You're these two mu- mixed up. They're they're very similar. Uh, yeah. With with this one, uh, you uh, we go from one Wikipedia page to another, and oh right, the, the, right. the destination is randomly selected by our guest, and mm-hmm. we just have to use our wits and our arguing skills, and hopefully find a connection between two seemingly unrelated topics. That's seemingly, seemingly, and seemingly. then but we've we have found so many connections uh, in 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 the world of wikipedia that we did not know existed and it's been a delight honestly it's been a delight so we had a wonderful walk last week we wound up at the industrial workers of the world so that's where we'll be starting um and uh and emma is going to be giving us our destination of course now usually em you know you know you've been on before you've listened to the show before you in fact you've been on so many times I, i i don't even know what to to talk to you about that the listener hasn't already heard they know that we're married they know that mm-hmm. we uh uh we have a child they know um you know that we met uh in improv and uh, oh i guess you know one thing that they don't know is that um just this last march here we just celebrated our 10th anniversary our 10th wedding anniversary we yeah. did yeah. yay uh, 10 whole years of you matt hartman what a what a joy Oh, wow! Wow! The way you usually, say that, really? Yeah. You, <laughs> usually, that tone doesn't appear to like the seventeenth anniversary or something. No, I'm very uh, uh, enthusiastic. Hmm. Ten more years. Okay, and that's wow. it. Wow. <laughs> Ten more, and I'm done. Is it, is it my Britishness? It's it's not coming across as enthusiastic, Maybe. is it? Yeah. Okay. it no. Not at all. <laughs> not, not a bit. Not a no, bit. It's been an amazing ten years, darling. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. I agree. I agree. And it's and it's uh, we we get to celebrate two anniversaries. Jethro, did you know that we celebrate we? in we celebrate in March, uh, and then we also celebrate in October because we officially got married in March, uh, but that was just like a justice of the peace type of deal at the courthouse and then we had a wedding in october so we get to celebrate both of them it's great yeah that's wonderful that's do you have to buy flowers for both of them is that no No. instead we buy each other trips to disney world (laughs) occasionally yeah that doesn't there there we go (laughs) it does indeed happen well uh so there you go so that's a little bit of of info a little bit of the hot goss that's not goss hot goss what is that? At this hot? point, sure. at, at the ten at the ten year mark, it's less hot. Yeah, more less, just. Mm, yikes! Okay, well, wow, that's wow, that's nice. Oh, how's, am I, how's am the I, sex? Is that still huh? going what? well? Uh, <laughs> more drinks, everybody. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, you got a destination for us, Em? Oh, you got a place that we're going to go. I'm, I'm so excited about this. Oh, um, okay. So this is. Um, uh, so for those of you who are uh, in a relationship um, and who um, explore the world of TikTok, mm. you'll know that uh, many a night is spent just where you and your significant other are sitting, individually looking at TikToks and then 
sending TikToks to one another. Um, Matt and I do get into that quite a bit, keeping nice. it, keeping the uh, romance alive <laughs> one decade in. Uh, but I, I, I came across this one and I immediately went to the submission page for the podcast and put it in. And I didn't say anything to Matt because I thought that this would be a really good topic. Okay. Uh, so I'm very excited uh, that I'm on tonight. Um, so the topic is emu war. What? Emu. Like, like the bird. The, like the bird. Okay. That uh, Penny's first grade teacher is terrified of. Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, war, as in yeah. the fighty, fighty, shooty, shooty, deffy, deffy. <laughs> is this all one word or is this two words? Two words. Okay. So what what is this thing? What is what is an emu war? Or the emu war? I don't even want to... In uh, It was the year 1932 in Australia. And uh, the, the, the emu population... Uh, was wreaking havoc. Uh, it was destroying crops. It was it was just really uh, you know a very similar to like the deer population when it when it mm. uh, becomes mm. um, too much in in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, so the the people went and uh, they decided to do a mass culling. Oh, of these emus. And uh, this war is, is, it's called the Emu War, but it's also called the Great Emu War. And that's because the Royal Australian Artillery soldiers lost the battle. What? The Emus won? The Emus won. <laughs> the Emus won the war. Yeah. Okay, so so that means they do they own Australia now? They don't. No, well, oh, okay. I I mean I I don't know. Maybe they do. Australia, are you okay? <laughs> I don't know. If you're there, let us know. Um, that's crazy. Know. So, what do you mean they lost? Like, what does that mean by they lost? Like, I mean, usually when you lose, you lose something. Like they didn't lose. Like they just the emus just kept kept going. I guess is what it comes down to. Yeah, they just had zero effect on trying to curb the population. Um, mm -hmm. They, the emus continued, um, and uh, the media kind of um, whirled up this emu war and made it this big thing. Um, uh, but yeah, I guess the 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 poor gentleman. I don't know. I one thing I didn't look was to see if there were any. Uh, if there are any deaths. Oh, no, don't. Please, I don't even don't, want to you know. You don't want to that, talk about no. the, the emu war deaths? I don't. I don't. Um, no. Now, tell me again, when was this taking place? This, this took place, it was a very specific time. It was between November 2nd and December 10th of 1932. Oh. Um, now, those are kind of like summer months. Mm -hmm. Oh, very warm. Probably more like spring. Yeah, coming into summer, right? Spring. Coming into summer. Yeah. Uh, is it spring or is it? Well, summer's going to start on December twenty first, right? Oh yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah, in Australia. Um. But but yeah, I guess um. 
I guess at one point, uh, the farmers were struggling with the arrival of as many as many as twenty thousand emus. Oh my goodness gracious! Wow. Well, I always thought the emu was the national bird of Australia, but clearly that can't be the case if they were just going to cull them all. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. That's 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 absolutely yeah. crazy. Uh, wow. So Jethro, any any questions about this emu war before before we? Uh, uh, I mean, we're gonna have to get to this thing. Yeah, I, I mean, so just to clarify, and and forgive that? forgive me uh, for my ignorance about emus in their natural habitat. Were were emus introduced to Australia by humans, or are they native to that that part of the world? That is a really great question. I am making the assumption that they are native. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I appreciate you making an assumption. But but actual knowledge was what I was hoping for. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. No, they are, they are, they are, they are. They are. Okay. Yeah. They're a native species. Yeah. Yep. But there's, mm-hmm. there's just, but they have no predators apparently. They don't have any predators. Um, and and you know, as as the war continued, uh, oh sorry, the as the war ended and the emus uh continued to uh raid cultivated lands. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess the farmers tried to build fences mm. to protect the crops, um, but the emus would just walk right through the fences and leave huge <laughs> gaps, which then encouraged the rabbits to come and do even more damage. <laughs> wow! Yeah, this is uh, this is something else. Well, so emus. Well, uh, clearly, um, I guess uh, Penny's first grade teacher is Indeed. right to be scared of these things. They, they sound mm-hmm. terrifying. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, um, there was a, so I guess, uh, and I don't know if you need this information, um, but it, it may be helpful. There was a first attempt mm-hmm. that failed. Um, and, uh, then there was a second attempt. That also failed. That also failed. I see. <laughs> and so, and, and again, you learned about this via TikTok? Yeah, it was one of those, um, like, here's a random fact that's just ridiculous. Huh. All right. Well, there you go. Well, thanks, M, for coming on and for doing this. Uh, this is going to be an interesting walk indeed. Yeah. Well, th- yeah, ag- agreed. Th- thank you so much for coming on. And here on season eight, so it's like eight eight seasons of Drunkard's Walk, 10 years of marriage, like it's almost <laughs> like the two go hand in hand. It is. Oh my gosh. Uh, it, is. it really is. Almost. In fact, in, in two seasons, we the three of us should all go to Disney together. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah we'll let's do it. Let's, yeah, let's, let's the three of that. us. Wait, wait, no, Christy should come too, right? Oh. Who? Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, yeah your, Christy. Yeah, your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in fact, you yeah. know what, Em? We should uh, later this season uh, have you two both on uh, to do a, a wives episode like we've yeah. done. Yeah. Uh, every season so far yeah all right well let's do that we'll we'll, we'll plan that out and uh so folks you, you got that to look forward to there I'm well thanks thanks my podcast voice <laughs> oh good thanks again and um i'll see you later uh but we we appreciate you being on all right bye bye have a have a lovely walk love you guys bye bye, bye. bye.
All right, Jethro. So we have got to get to this emu war from the industrial workers of the world who fought their own war, really, against oppression, right? Sure. Not emus, but oppression. But before we do any of that, I want to talk about drinks and I want to talk about numbers. Yay. Two yeah. of my favorite things. I know. I know. Especially you're like- Especially when we have large numbers of drinks. Yes, yeah, see, exactly. Uh, let's talk first about drinks. What are you drinking tonight? Are you drinking tonight? I should I should ask. First. I well, I think uh, odds are pretty good that the answer is yes. Uh, okay. But I'm having a Woodford Reserve. Ah, yes. the old the old standby, the old standard for me. Excellent. Uh, what, Excellent. Very unexciting. I, I guess I should just start lying and and start <laughs> listing off very exciting bourbons that I might be having. You could. So it's a I'm, better experience for the listener. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I think it's, a, I mean, you like Woodford Reserve. People know that. So, you know, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to know. I I did, when I was putting this in the cart, I did happen to notice that there are some Detroit bourbons, which mm. um, might might make their way onto my shelf at some point. So there you go. Yeah. You got to tune back the, in, try out the yeah. locals for sure. For sure. What, yeah. What, what, what about you? What are you having? Well, tonight I have uh, I have the first in a, in a series here. I, I found this, this nice little gift box that was greatly reduced in price uh, where it was three of those like three, 375 milliliter bottles uh, from this uh, distillery named Kinsey. Um, and I think that they are in uh, yeah, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So this is a Philadelphia whiskey, an American whiskey. This is uh, Fit for a King is Kinsey. And um, I have this one, and then I have their rye, and I have their bourbon. Uh, so I'll, tonight I'll be drinking their American whiskey. And um, I, I have to say, I'm enjoying it. It is not my favorite whiskey that I have had, but it does, I mean, it has a little more of a um, little flavor closer to like a, uh, like a scotch than, than like a bourbon. Nice. Mm-hmm. But it's good. It is good. I st- I mean, you know, I'm, there's few whiskeys I, I do not like, uh, which I'm sure the listener has figured out at this point. So there we go. Um, maybe the next couple of weeks I'll have the other two and we'll see, compare them all and see which one I like the best out of those three. But uh, but yeah, I, when I found it at the reduced price at the liquor store, I was like, well, this is totally worth it uh, to try these three out. So here we go. Wonderful. Um, now I want to talk about numbers. Okay. Specifically, I want to talk about the number of links you think it's going to take to get from industrial workers of the world to the emu war. So how many do you think it'll take? Okay. Well, should I just tell you or? <laughs> no. I was trying to trick That's you. That's not how that I game is played. I trick you and it didn't work. Uh, no, indeed. We'll write down our guesses and uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how we do here. So let me, let me write down a, uh, yeah, let me write down a guess here. All right. I got it. And I got it. You got yours? I got one. All right. Oh, one. You put one? Uh, I think I'm going to beat you for sure then this time. That's right. Only <laughs> one link. One dollar. Um, because, hey, if you're closest, I mean, that's, you know, maybe. Maybe you'd be closest. I put down 15. So, you know, maybe you should put one. Or did I? All right. Let's go. Uh, let's go into it. Let's let's really get to it, man. Um, we're, we're on the Industrial Workers of the World, the IWW, nicknamed... The Wobblies, if you recall. The Wobblies. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Yeah. And with uh, ties to socialist, syndicalist, and anarchist labor movements. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a union, man. It's a union. And it's uh, still in existence, I believe. Yes. Founded in nineteen oh five, but still still around today. And they're international, as as their name would have you uh industrial workers of the world, you know, world 
so heavy. They, they, only yeah. only 12,000 members, though. So for a yeah. union that's been around for 117 years, you might expect uh, a larger... I mean, I mean, I'm sure their their maximum enrollment was much higher, but... Uh, yeah, I think um, I think we heard that it was uh, at one point, but then um, they came out against World War One. I, I think was the was the story, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. And uh, people were kind of like, eh, "Okay, I'm out of here," which is in, which is interesting because they are the IWW, and they came out against WWI. Um, there you go. Maybe that's why. Maybe they were like, "Come on, that's our brand, man." Even though. Of course, they didn't call it World War One when it was World War One, but still, I like the idea. The Great War, mm-hmm. the Great Great War. Hey, McKee's Rocks, Pennsylvania, is on this page, um, talking about the press steel car strike of 1909 in McKee's Rocks, Pennsylvania. So, there mm-hmm. you know, if you knew anything about that, which I don't, I'm sure, I'm sure the industrialized North, you know, Detroit, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Chicago, all of those cities probably mm-hmm. had big roles in various organized labor movements. Yeah, you would think so. You would think so. Um, I see I see that Helen Keller was a member in 1911. Really? According to this page, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I won't make any tasteless jokes about that if you won't. I, uh, nope, I, I, will, I will not, and I will not hear any from you, and I, 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 do, I do not appreciate it. I don't think. Yeah. I well I I didn't make any, so. Good. Good. There you go. Good. I don't want to see him. I don't want to hear him. I don't like. All right him. then. Yeah. Uh but what do we have here? What do we have as far as uh, getting out of here? Now international, we could certainly try to find a way to Australia, uh but that would be geographical. So It would be. It would in fact be geographical. For those that don't listen often, uh we try to avoid the geographic route if we can. Um but World Let's War, find a way World War to War link to emus. Well, World War One is on here, and that I guess that's again that's going to have to be geographical eventually. Um, maybe, maybe not. You don't think so? I don't know. Mm, you would think I would think that it might be. Although you know, I do see a link to black cat, which is an animal which could very easily get us into birds like the emu. Hmm. What do you think How about so? that? How so? Uh, well, cats are animals, birds are animals, and, uh, Bob's your uncle, <laughs> we're into birds. Look at that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do like World War One, although I see the black cat symbol, uh, it's a lovely image off to the right here. Yeah. I think that's, um, I think that's a good way to go. If we don't, if we want to avoid geography, I think the animal route is a good, is a good route. Although Winchell's Donuts is also on here. <laughs> Mm, I like to go to Winchell's Donuts. Kind of like to travel to. Yeah, exactly. All right, then. Sounds tasty. They put emu in those at all? Uh, ooh, only on only on special days. Oh, never mind. I found a McDonald's. So they've definitely got an emu burger. Uh, Absolutely. KFC is on here. There you go. Ooh, that gets us to, to chicken, which yeah, is a bird. that's what I'm saying. So if you like that, State College, Pennsylvania. That's where I went to college. That's yeah, where, that's where Penn State University is located. There you go, State College, Pennsylvania. Um, Pittsburgh is on here, but not linked. Wheeling, West Virginia, Shoprite Supermarket in Milwaukee. Man, there's a whole bunch of cool places named out on here. Indeed, um, but none of them, none of them emu related, really. Aside from, well, there's Starbucks. They have uh, no. Oh, there's Pittsburgh. There's a link to Pittsburgh. Um, I mean the 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 chicken route. 
isn't isn't terrible because KFC is definitely going to get you to chicken, right? Um, One would hope. I, well, yeah, how much? I guess how not much necessarily. Is, <laughs> how much chicken is in the KFC chicken? Yeah. Is it all made of? tofu well, and whatnot i mean it, well at least it, it it has the name it has the word chicken in its original name right i know i know they switched over to kfc so that they wouldn't have the word fried in their name but um it's still there you know so i think you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get to it if you need yeah. to um voodoo donut is on here i like a good mm-hmm. voodoo donut again oh winchell's donut voodoo donut oh wait a minute what oh my good god what there is a link to the australian no no the australasian meat industry european union really where's that and then australian conscription is down here conscription conscription in australia uh it's under uh the heading of australia Aha! There's a whole lot. A whole Australian Australian Meat Industry Employees Union. Yes. Which has to be a small page. Yep. Uh, And then I see Australian conscription right there. Yep. Was there conscription for the uh, for the Great Emu War? I mean, there might have been. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, probably not. But but I I feel like we've got to go through something on on, in this section. I mean, doesn't make sense to not right right. If it feels less geographical to you to click to click you, on something uh, of this nature, well, it's not. I mean, we're not going to Australia. We're going to something that is based in Australia. So I, I think that there's, I think there's a loophole there. And we look, we have yeah, we have an agreement with the listener to try to go through the shortest path possible. I think passing up an Australian link right now would be criminal. I think it's, it's right. a crime. Don't you think? Well, so? I mean, well, then it's going to be familiar to people in Australia, uh, which is populated by oh, criminals and yes. their descendants, as we all know. Yes. Um, so, in in looking at this section, there is definitely some discussion about the um, the ALP, which mm-hmm. is the Australian Labor Party. Okay, um, and there's some electoral activity in the twenties and thirties that is mentioned in relation to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's certainly possible that in fact, there's a, a, a a politician here mentioned uh, Donald Grant, Mm -hmm. um, who was apparently an ex, uh, a wobbly militant Mm. who went sort of mainstream uh, politician. But if he was elected to the government there. We might be uh, able to go through Donald Grant and get to some of the um, policies of the government of which he was a part. Yeah, I honestly, I like Australian conscription better because I think that we're going to get into military there. And this was a military action. And I think that that, that makes a, a, a better, uh, a stronger um, connection. So I, I, I'm going okay. to, I'm going to, I'm going to argue for Australian conscript conscription. All right. Well, you know what, as much as I enjoy arguing with you, I think you've made a solid case oh, and I don't want to appear to the longtime listener to be unreasonable, <laughs> unreasonable. So Australian conscription, it is. All right. Which of course takes you to, what is this? Conscription in Australia. I see. It's another word for it. Yeah. Conscription in Australia. 
I always spell Australia wrong. I always want to put an extra I in there. Uh, so there you go. A conscription in Australia, also known as national service following the Second World War, has a controversial history in the country, which dates back to the implementation of compulsory military training and service in the first years of nationhood. It mm-hmm. was abolished in peacetime in 1972. 1972. So if you're familiar with the 70s, that's what I'm talking about. So what do we got here? We got some, I mean, there's some we talk have, of... We have sections on wars. Yeah. And not a lot in between those wars. Huh. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Um. Huh. I see. Uh. Yeah. There's some referendums. There's some individuals named. There's the National Labor Party. There you um, go. But yeah, it's, I mean, it jumps. So I guess I'm in World War One right now. Uh, Divided Nation, anything in there? The Age, uh, that's the name of a newspaper, which I didn't realize, so there you go. Um, yep, jump straight to World War II. You're absolutely right. So it does it does skip completely over that time period in which uh, there was a war with birds. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, is there just a link to, do you see a link to just uh, like the Australian army or anything like that? I do see a link to military service on the right here. Okay. Um, which might get us more broadly into the um, workings of the Australian armed forces and the kind of hijinks that they get up to. Yeah, possibly. The C also has the Australian Defense Force linked, the ADF, and also the Billy Hughes egg throwing incident. What? The Billy Hughes egg throwing incident? <laughs> Incident yeah. on 29 November 1917, an egg was thrown at the Australian Prime Minister Billy Hughes at the Warwick Railway Station, Queensland, during his campaign for the 1917 ple- plebiscite? Plebiscite. plebiscite. Plebiscite on conscription. On conscription. Yeah. So there you go. So there's an egg throwing incident, which is discussed, but that's 1917, so probably not our best bet. Um, but uh, the Australian Defense Force, or uh, what was the one that you that you named before? Uh, military service. Military service. Uh, is the, now is that military service in Australia, or is that just military service in general? I don't know. Um, mousing over it, I think it might be just in general. It says is service by an individual or group in an army or other militia. So I don't think that that's the way to go. I would I would be more inclined to go through the um, the Australian Defence Force or the ADF. All right then. What do you think? You like that? I could be talked into it. All right. Uh, let's say that I've talked you into it. All right then. All right. So there we go. So the Australian Defence Force. It's under C also. And here we are at Australian Defense Force. I can't believe we got so quickly to Australia, and now we're going to be stuck here for like four and a half years. Um, let's let's hope not. Well, that's that's what always seems to happen. We always seem to find something, and it's like, oh, we'll be there almost immediately, and then it turns out that <laughs> there's no reference to it anywhere. Um, but I see a lot of things in here about Australia and the military. So they've got to they've got to talk about there's their formation. In 1921, oh no, in 1911, excuse me, uh, 1901, 1901, the Federation is a nation, uh, Defense of Australia era until the 70s, okay. Uh, I mean, 
it's there's not a lot in the early part of the article in terms of activities. No, there sure isn't. Um, it almost makes me think that, yeah, the Australian Defense Force was established on 9 February 1976. So that's why. All right, then. There we go. Oh, man alive. Are you kidding me with this? Okay, well, the Australian and the Royal Australian Air Force was established in 1921. The Australian Army is linked on here. So that might be... And when was that established? Uh, let's see. It says, Australia was has maintained military forces since Federation as a nation in January 1901. Shortly after Federation, the Australian government established the Australian Army. So it would have been established in around 1901-ish. All right, then. So that's probably what we thought we were going to when we clicked on the Australian uh, yeah, Defense Force. Yeah, I think it is. So shall, shall we just go straight to there? Um, you want to look around? Yeah, I mean, do we, do, do we not want to peek around and see if there's sure, any sure. Yeah, weird if... mention of, of emus? E- emu? E- emus uh, later on. Maybe there was a second, maybe there's a third attempt uh, that we don't know about that, yes. the, that the Australian Defense Force was a part of. Um, I do see there. There's oh, it is a it is a long page actually. It's longer than I thought it was. So, but it's all very uh, modern stuff because it it wasn't created until the 1970s. Yeah, that does seem to be the case. But the, you know, there could always be a reference back to like the reason it was formed in the 70s is because 40 years earlier no, there was no. this <laughs> emu problem, right. and there hasn't been now, a problem I, I've, since. I, I feel like uh, Australian Army is probably the way to go. You think that that's probably it? I I haven't even yeah. I haven't even gotten halfway through the page. So get, so now you know you got me you got me wondering now. So I I want to see because um, I do see some some references to like joint ventures into space and things like that, uh, which which I didn't expect. So I like that. I like space, space between and whatnot. Natural disasters is on here. Uh, but that's just general natural disasters, so I'm not going to get us into like nature problems. Um, rifle companies, uh, mm. just, again, that's just not companies that make rifles, but companies of people carrying rifles. Uh, do do do. Oh, sexuality and gender identity. Okay, there's a whole section on that. So there you go. Uh, defense expenditure and procurement. This is getting more and more boring as I go. I don't know. It really is. Did you know that Australia does not possess weapons of mass destruction? I uh, did not know that. I have just learned it myself. So there you go. Uh, Are any of these, um, there's a bunch of planes on here. Any of them named after an emu, even though they can't fly? No, no, there's a hawk. Let me let me let me ask you let me ask you a dumb question here. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Um, rather than going through the Australian Army, do we just want to go to Australia itself? Well, see, I the feel like Commonwealth of Australia. I feel like that that is definitely uh, geographical to me. So I feel like going through things that are Australian is uh, keeps us a little further away from uh, the the geography that that comes in when you just go to Australia, right? Does Certainly seem, a possibility. Does that seem no a possibility? You know, <laughs> I thought it was pretty straightforward, but okay. Well, just a possibility. I'll accept a possibility. Um, there is a link here for uh, the H H M A S Albatross, um, the main naval air station. 
now I understand that this is just the name of a of a base, but do you think that there might be a, a disambiguation for albatross on that page or a discussion of the albatross and potentially gets us into birds? I mean, I feel like trying to go the bird route now, like we're already in Australia. We I should understand. Uh, stick to something along those lines then rather than uh pivot so hard to uh the bird route i mean i i agree to a point although we have we have stuck to our guns in the past and we have wound up uh losing uh hardcore so that's why i just want to make sure that we're not passing up an opportunity here um but you think you think the military is going to have a greater chance of having like the question is this will the military page have a greater chance of talking about the emu war than the emu page have a chance of talking about the emu war. You see what I'm saying? I I understand the point that you're making. Uh, the the real answer is I don't know. Like I I know nothing about the Australian military. Like my only reference for them is Gallipoli, which is okay. a movie that I saw long ago. Um, yeah. so I have no idea if there's like. To what degree the Great Emu War was a major event uh, for the Australian Armed Forces, or whether it's just a footnote, I, yeah. I really don't know. Yeah, that that's why I kind of feel like the bird route might have been a better path. Had I not seen Australia on that stupid page, I, I definitely would have gone through like the black cat to get to a bird, or the chicken KFC to get to chicken to a bird. Um, but and you know don't throw good money after bad i always hear so that's why i'm just saying like if we think that there's a better chance that it's going to be on the emu page uh, i feel like we should go toward the bird but uh if you, if you uh, think if you think if you think it's better to to hold to hold tight here to the australian army uh i will go with it uh yeah i i'd at least like to try australian army all right let's do it man australian army is where we are headed australian Australian army. And that's what it is. I've, the, I've had to, t to type Australia three times now and I've every time I've messed it up. So fantastic. Uh, so I do see references to different wars. Um, oh yeah. Uh, not the emu war yet, but I'm not very far down the page. So uh, that's world war one. That's the Western front. That's the middle East interbellum. Very short paragraph on the interbellum. Yeah. Uh, further information, the interwar years. So there is a separate page that we can go to that is the interwar years. Yeah, but that's showing a oh, map that's of just Europe, the whole world. So, yeah, that's not going yeah. to do it. That is not going to do it. Um, okay, well, is there anything that's like it's out of chronological order where they just talk about like and one of the crazy things they did one time was they fought a bunch right. of birds. I'm not see, seeing it thus far. See anything about that? Do you see anything about birds at all on this page? Not at all. Like, oh, okay. not at all. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Um, I see a slouch hat. There's a slouch hat on here. A lot of vehicles, a lot of support, a lot of aircraft. Uh, none of which is named after a bird. Okay. Okay. Where do you see a slouch hat? A slouch hat. I saw that up here under uniforms, the Australian army uniforms. Uh, the slouch hat is the regular service and general duties hat, while the field hat is for use near combat scenarios. 
What is a slouch hat? I I don't know. I didn't. I, I why are you so in, interested in this? Um, I don't know. Is that is that like the the iconic one? Yeah, wide okay. brimmed felt or cloth hat, most commonly worn as part of a military uniform, often although not always with a chin strap. So there you go. Okay. That's that's what it is. How, right, do feel, how do you feel about that? No, I I I'm merely curious, always looking to learn more about hats. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Uh Gallipoli is on here. Um you were you were talking about that. That's there's a link yeah. to that on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh you know what there isn't is a link to the emu war, uh, nor any sort of link. <laughs> to any kind of bird uh we can go back to conscription in australia though if we wanted to um battle and theater honors of the australian army is on here uh mm-hmm. list of australian military memorials oh 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 what do you got so under colors standards and is it guidons uh, sure under that section that had the uh i believe very close to the area where it was talking about yes the hats yes uh, I see, I see they it. were talking about the arm so below the pictures of the um, marching soldiers carrying the flags yes there is a paragraph which reads the army banner bears the Australian coat of arms which I hovered over and Matt oh. when you look at the picture yes that is shown uh, it features two animals quite prominently which you can read in the description of the preview pop-up yes the kangaroo yes and the emu i see it i see it so you think that there will be a link to emu on that page i mean it's possible there could be a link to the great emu war but at least at least it's You'll agree that the Australian coat of arms is non-geographical in the strictest yes, sense. It's not absolutely, a place. Absolutely. absolutely. Uh, but it also has an emu on it. So I, I like it. I yeah, like it a lot. I, I like it a lot too. I think that that's where we're going. All right. Australian yeah. coat of arms. It is. And it is a colorful one. Look at that. It is. It is. It, it has, uh, it does have, what does it have on it? Six states, a shield. Held up by native Australian animals, the kangaroo and the emu, which is linked on here. Emu is linked. Fantastic. Wonderful. Um, is there a link actually to the emu war on this page by chance? Who's to say? I do. I see, mean, I do see I do yeah. see golden wattle uh linked here. Sure. Uh let's see if there is a uh... emu is linked a lot. Um it is <laughs> it is great. linked all over. It's it's just this Lincoln lincoln logs man um i'm not seeing wonderful a link to a war against them in any way but uh i am hoping that the emu page is going to have that link because <laughs> if it doesn't, i mean we're in real yeah trouble. we're no no we're absolutely screwed if the emu page yeah. doesn't have it but i guess but hey all, we've been we've been in tighter spots before not, not much tighter but yeah okay sure so sh- shall we go to the emu Let's go to the emu. There we go. Off to emu. Emu. Fantastic. Flightless birds. um, Endemic to Australia, where it's the largest native bird. Fantastic. Etymology. I see a history here. Cassowary. Description, habitat, behavior, ecology. There's got to be like a mass slaughter. Yeah. Like there's there's relationship with relationship with humans here here we go okay okay 
uh economic value i'm yeah. scrolling i'm trying yeah. to find it first yeah, yeah. go ahead uh, see it. Oh, oh there it is it's into the sea also really the the emu war it might be above but i was trying to beat you to it so oh, okay scrolling so fast I, 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 I wasn't i wasn't scrolling all that quickly honestly i'm just i'm going nice and slow through here so uh but you have found it in the sea also you say I have found it in the sea also. Oh, yes. It is indeed under relationship with humans. I've just found it myself. So there it is. Emu War, also known as the Great Emu War. Shall we? Yes. Click it and go. Emu oh, and War. What a sad picture is on the That top is right a of the page. terrible photo of a man. A man. Holding a killed emu. Yikes! A man holding an emu killed by Australian soldiers is what the is is what it says into that photo, and uh, and there it is, a nuisance wildlife management military operation undertaken in Australia over the later part of 1932 to address public concern over the number of emus said to be running amok and destroying crops in the I, Champion District. And I, I know it's not our tradition to read a lot of the article uh, before we. Uh, end the episode but i do have to point out this amazing sentence that exists not so much amazing sentence but an amazing name okay uh the the quote war passive aggressive uh entry uh was conducted under the command of major gwynedd purvis win aubrey meredith of the seventh heavy battery of the royal australian artillery so uh he's got a lot of names yeah he sure does holy cow wow well and uh and well done um in that uh he did not succeed so good for him and his thousand names one two three four there we five, go five names holy cow all right well we have done it we have reached it we have found it uh australia was our path and um it worked out to be six six little links to get there um so jethro i'm going to tell you right now that's the number that i predicted was six what a coincidence, because I predicted the same number. No, no. Yes. How could that be? How could that be the case? <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Oh, I was so happy when we had six and I did six and now we have to do a stupid. All right. You know what? Why don't you take this one? No, no, Why no, I... no, no. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not taking your charity. Forget, forget you and your damn charity. We're going back to the beginning, baby, and we're finding another path in. Back to the old IWW. That's it. Back to the IWW. And it's a race to see who can get there first. Um, Wait, tell me when you're on the page and we'll start looking through. I am on the page. All right, then let's start looking. I mean, I have a a couple of... Oh, you know what you're doing? Uh, Yeah, I feel like I just got to find the link. I know it's linked on here. Okay. I have found my link, which is... Have you found your link? Uh, well, I mean, I I do have an idea, but I I think it might be the same as yours. So what what what, what were you gonna do? I was gonna pick World War One. Oh, you're gonna pick World War One? Yeah. What are you oh, picking? Oh, interesting, interesting. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go through KFC. All right then. Hold you on. Go let through me, KFC. Let me get down there and fi- actually get to the actual link. I just, I thought you were gonna pick KFC. That's why I didn't even. No, I forgot about that. I forgot about it entirely. Okay. So where the heck was it? Sorry. I know that. I know I have a limited amount of time. Oh, here it is. Okay. Are you ready? It's okay. Let's let's rock. Yep. 
All right. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. Because <laughs> I knew what I, was, I knew what I was going to follow out of here, and uh, unfortunately, it's not linked. <laughs> <laughs> it's not linked. I mean, oh no. I mean, fried chicken is linked, but uh, I was hoping to just just get the word chicken because uh, I thought that that would be better than fried chicken because it would be uh, cut cut out a link there. But um, oh boy, okay. How is it possible that the word chicken is not linked on this damn page? That is astounding. It is astounding. Chicken nuggets, popcorn chicken. Every different type of chicken is linked. Huh. Have you have you found your link already? Um I am vacillating. Okay. Okay. Huh. Wow. Okay. Um, this is shocking that this isn't on here. <sighs> what the hell else am I going to go through? Um, Morgan Spurlock, he, he wasn't from Australia, was he? No, he's from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know. I thought you were going to try to uh, trick me into and in saying, oh yeah, yeah, he absolutely is. No, I want you to win. Oh, do you? Oh, that's nice of you. you Thanks. Thanks. I, I appreciate that. Um, okay. Well, uh, so the question then becomes, do I go through, do I just take that extra link or do I try to do one of these other weird things that are on here? I think I might try to do one of these other weird things that are on here. Where was it? Did you pick something yet? I'm going to go to Australia. What? No, you can't. You can't go through a geographic route. Why not? All roads are off. No. Really? Is that what we're doing? We're saying you can just go through geography now? Oh, okay. You say, just you're saying through, we can't? No, I would have gone through this Australia a... from the beginning. We have a, we had Australia I... on that page. Oh, did we? Yes. All right, All right fine. I'll pick something else. I'll pick something else. I didn't All know right. you were so picky. Well, of course I'm picky. I'm picky I'm about... just trying to end this. I'm picky. I'm a picky man. Jethro Nolan, Mr. Picky Man. Oh, where did it go? God, I I saw something that I was going to use, and now I've lost it. I've lost it. Did you now? Right. Yes. Yes, I did. Stupid. Fine. I'm going through cricket. All right. I'm going through the Lewis gun. Okay, let's do it. All right. Oh, boy. Okay. This is going to be a terrible choice. Uh, Well, there's Australia again, but I can't go through that. Okay. English cricket. Uh, okay. Okay, I'm going to go through Stockmen. All right, I'm going to go through Emo, Emu War. No. Yes. What? <laughs> Sorry, I in the first paragraph of the Emu War page is a reference uh, to, to the Lewis gun specifically. You... 
son of a... That's why we're not allowed to read the page, you jerk. <laughs> it's also in the uh, in the uh, the sentence that I read about the uh, the guy with ten names, whatever. Yes. It, that also has a reference to Lewis Guns. So that's I cheated. You are I cheated. a cheater, I cheated. a cheating I'm cheater a who cheats at there cheating. We go. Uh, well, I want to see if this if this page that I went to was going to have anything about emus, real quickly, because I was just curious. Uh, I don't think it does. Well, it's already over. I'm just going to do a, I'm just going to do a control. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't have anything on here. Oh, well, this is stock. A stock man is a, um, a person who looks after livestock on a large property in Australia. So I thought, oh, well, these are almost farmers. Uh, they're not farmers obviously, but, uh, well, well done Jethro by, uh, by using you. knowledge you. I, that you gained illegally. You won the day. I and, am still amazed that the KFC <laughs> It does not have a link to chicken. I, I know. And and so like part of me feels like maybe I just was wrong. So now I'm going to go back and, and look and see. Um, yeah, because it has it has fried chicken linked and it's and that is like its own thing. Uh, but yeah, the word chicken itself is on here a lot of times, not linked on its own. That is amazing. Yeah, it is really something um, and terrible. But still true, and I and I, even if it had, I don't think I would have been able to get from chicken to emu, to emu war as quickly as you did. So well done, congratulations, Thank you. and Thank um, you. that is your win for the day. And we'll uh, we'll come back next week and we'll see if I can uh, if if karma helps me out at all. Good deal. <laughs>